0: Hi, good morning. Um, We're here at the Bean Community Radio Hour with Aurea and Carrie. And today's show, we are talking about friends with benefits. Um, It's a nice, catchy title. And really what we're talking about is relationships, intimate relationships. And um, it pretty much revolves around that. You know, it's always, I don't know if it starts out as something intrinsic in nature and biological in us, or this is something that is more stemmed from uh, storytelling and what we see. But there's always that desire of a partnership or the other, whether it be someone of the opposite sex or someone of the same sex. Um, and usually then when we're not in a relationship and we don't have a desire, that's usually based off of repulsion from the heartbreak and the actual pain of unrequited love. Right. Um, when, when you haven't been met in a way that you would like to be met but it, it definitely seems to be what goes on and very much a part of everyone's life and it is one of the best ways to really get to know yourself and become aware of yourself and your true nature mm-hmm.
1: so if everything so everything's there everything is in relationship right so, everything so everything else but mm-hmm. well, we're talking about that longing for a partnership mm-hmm. like um whether it's this fantasy like mm-hmm. watching tv and 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 for me it was especially because i wasn't allowed to talk to the opposite sex there was this feeling of oh my god how awesome is that mm-hmm. like being met that way being desired that way being uh, whatever it is that i saw on tv quietly so mm-hmm. that was my model for mm-hmm. relationships i the, this being met part I I guess I personally didn't ever think about my future uh, so I didn't really, all I wanted is uh, just to make out in someone quite <laughs>
2: frankly
0: <laughs> right? and that's nice too and hence the friends with benefits and <laughs> and that seems to be you know it's not that it's not true for women but it is only more recently we'll say within like written history and everything where it has become more realistic for women, um, where we are no longer property and the marriage, there's not a marriage that's made out of survival. You know, we, we can support ourselves now. Uh, we can do lots of things that men can do and that includes then sexual freedom, right? And the ability to have one partner, multiple partners, but the idea that to, only be with one person for your entire life, it's seeming to crumble and it's seeming to fall apart Um, and that it it doesn't seem to be an an, an accurate account of reality and what is really going on. There's still a large facade that's going on there and it doesn't mean that it's not true for a lot of people. Um, I mean, I, I definitely, I grew up, in a Christian community and it was all about like saving oneself for marriage. You save yourself for marriage. So you're, so then the idea is that then you will only be with one person. And I mean, now I'm even sometimes I get surprised with how the sexual content is on TV for like high schoolers now and that it's very much a normal thing where when I growing up, that was very uh, risque and oh, we just didn't, you just didn't talk about it. Cause and, and, you know there's i don't know if it still exists but there was a time where they didn't want to have sex education in class because they thought that then oh that just will give teenagers like oh, the permission to sort of go for it and that's not what we want and now it's just a lot more accepted that look this is actually what's happening it's what's always happened that's how we got here <laughs> that's how we got here like and it's it's intrinsic to life it actually is like we only make more humans and continuing life by having sex and reproducing, so it's not something.
1: And it happened to be that that attr- that energy of attraction and mm-hmm. the sexual energy, which mm-hmm. sexual energy literally means, you know, the energy of attraction that that the uh, chemistry between two human beings.
0: Yeah, and it's a creative force. Right. It, it
1: literally yeah. Yeah. it is a creative force. Mm-hmm. So being able, so what you were saying about it seems that the monogamy story is crumbling I feel like like everything else in our society it's not that the partnership story is crumbling it's not even the monogamy itself it's monogamy as it is Mm. it's uh, the patterns as they are the stories as they're being told because even in monogamy because most of us come from such old patterns uh, until we unravel them dissect uh, free ourselves from so many The problem is that we come into monogamy with a million other bad ideas. Mm -hmm. So as we come in... Oh, the feelings of like, just for
0: once, that like you're not ever supposed to be attracted to another individual ever again. Right, right. right. So we're coming
1: in with so many bad ideas, Mm -hmm. not just in monogamy, but also about our jobs, about our, you know, I heard a term yesterday, the culture scape, you know, the landscape of our current Mm -hmm. culture. Mm -hmm. And because we haven't had the opportunity to unravel and have the space to start over in some way, like just Mm ideas-wise, then it all gets kind of clunked in there together. Mm -hmm. If I don't tell you the truth about an experience I have with another human being, it's not because monogamy doesn't work. It's because I'm just also afraid of not being good enough because of my experience in business or -hmm. my experience with other human beings in Mm -hmm. general. So I feel like it's all being mixed together. And monogamy can work. Why not? Yeah, definitely can. It really can work. Definitely I mean, the can. idea of two human beings saying, "Hey, uh, I'm not, you co- know, I, I, I just want to be with you, mm-hmm. and I'm really genuinely not interested in sharing this kind of space with anyone else right now. Mm-hmm. Nor do I am I interested in you having that space? And if you do, please talk to me. Then monogamy does work mm-hmm. for that period of time. Mm-hmm. So it can work. Mm-hmm. It's they're not talking about anything and. Just having all the ideas married. So it's together. like there's
0: a, there's sort of, there can be an expiration date to the monogamy. <laughs> <laughs> <It's a very laughs> like, I want to be with, monogamous with you until, until this I don't. date. Yeah, yeah. But then that means then it's not necessarily monogamy.
1: But we don't have enough practice. And mm-hmm. what I'm saying is we don't have enough practice. We could also come to a place, the whole thing with the promises is such bullshit. And mm-hmm. because if there's a feeling there, with
0: well, the expectations, right? If are there's bullshit.
1: a feeling there, we have to honor it. I feel like if we do have a, a, some patterns and some experiences where people do tell each other the truth and they realize the benefits of restriction, of speaking the truth, of being together and they, I think things can build just like some businesses can continue to grow. Yes, there's always some snags, but there is a self-sustaining, some monogamy could be something along a self-sustaining partnership,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, mm-hmm. uh, it could be self-esteeming for the confidence level, for the intimacy level, for the productivity level, even of two people to commit to being honest and truthful and with each other only. Mm-hmm. However, we just don't have that. We don't have a lot of that track record in society because, we, as you just said, you you were you were property until yesterday, mm-hmm. and we in our DNA, mm-hmm. at least DNA is kind of cop out, think that you're less than
0: well and also in in, in, believe you're less than and it doesn't mean that it's like true for everyone but just as a generalization and generalizations are generalizations it doesn't mean that they're 100 percent accurate but biologically speaking like how sex works even for the masculine and the feminine is different like you men are designed to like go out and procreate probably with as many women as possible to get the seed out there for a woman. It's not the same thing right. we carry the child we we can't like it it doesn't matter multiple men can't have for multiple children in us at the same time. So it's not- just not possible. But then it, it creates then that bond and that attraction. It takes a while for gestation. It, it takes a lot of energy and effort. And then when that offspring comes out, our innate thing is to protect that life and to want it to survive and to thrive. And that happens with a partnership. Right. When there is that other masculine around. Right. To do it, which is not necessarily the same thing that's true for men And how their sexuality works.
1: Different people, different times, different ways of evolution. I totally agree. Mm -hmm. Where some people do need to have the space and the break to experiment, to see what they even like. Mm -hmm. And that's the biggest hurdle that people have. So then they can say, come back and say, you know what? Honey, it really is important for me to have more sexual energy exchanges and relationships to be present for you. Or... Have that experience and come back and say, you know what? I feel like it's taken away. It's taken away from us. Yeah. This is not where I want to go.
0: And and then there's also the question about what about if that's true for a woman? Um, it also seems yes, exactly.
1: Get off the air.
0: She doesn't. She doesn't get the same opportunity. She does because no, no. Actually, she doesn't most times. Most times. Most times. It is widely more acceptable and understood that a man will have other sexual relations. But that's the
1: old paradigm. If a woman does the
0: same thing, we're still living in it. It's not done. Not in New York City. I keep seeing
1: the slut programs and I, ethical... I hear you. I
0: hear you. And we can then go into our personal relationship if we want to talk about that to Take give that a live is. example. And to know that what it does for a man, the, the protectiveness, that feeling
1: of, no,
0: you were mine and mine alone. Like the thought of,
1: but it comes from an insecure place.
0: That it doesn't matter what it is. Yeah, it's true, but it's true.
1: Right. So it's maturity. true.
0: So there's a there's a huge double standard out there that makes it okay and acceptable for a man to do it and not for a woman. And it doesn't mean that it's true everywhere. Right. Uh, right. It definitely doesn't mean that. Like I'm sure there are women who have had experiences in which their partner has been like, "Go for it, honey." Like, That's good for you? And and I us. still, I'm we're still going to be in this partnership together. And I I know that you want to be in this partnership with me? Because I'm sure that's how men feel too. Like, I want to be in this partnership with you. And I want to go have a sexual experience with someone else. Um, and then it, it it sort of seems like women need to hold that space for the man. But when it comes time for the man to hold that space for the woman, like meh, bets
1: are off. Well, that's the same. That's, that's just lack of maturity that we have in our society and individually mm-hmm. and collectively. It just is, yeah. And which is okay to talk about, but it's not part of. It's still the same. It's the part of the, you know, power over mentality. Mm-hmm. You know, men have more rights. Women don't. Mm-hmm. Men and are smarter, faster. Women are weaker and whatever it is. I so then no the
0: work is: is how do we bring this to equilibrium? right and equality it's it's different because balance i guess is a better term because with balance it doesn't there's also that space of that it things could be balanced and not equal
1: we give each other space and we have a lot of support and that's also very challenging for you as a woman to have a support as a woman for me as a man to have a support as a man in in community Mm -hmm. to explore honestly about dishonesty as well mm-hmm. because this fantasy because we, we definitely what i find is we go black or white mm-hmm. that's what i found in my life i like when i got into this work i was like it's all about being truthful i told the truth i was all gone ho And i was like this is gonna be my new life i will never tell another lie again and, and then, that, that no. lasted about <laughs> no it lasted like a year mm-hmm. it's not bad mm-hmm. but the patterns came back so then instead of like trying to work on it again I'm like, okay, so now I'm in this category again. Mm, and then when mm-hmm. I sit around and wondering why I, like, you know, people have the imposter syndrome. Because mm-hmm. we are. Mm. A lot of us. I, mm-hmm. We are. I, I'm, I'm, I consider myself a, a priest, and we have a ministry of sorts. And people tell me a lot of things. And it's just nuts. But it's been nuts for a few thousand years now.
2: Mm-hmm. In the moon of the
0: budding trees. I was gifted new eyes to see All of the shift shape and ways you can be Wake the dreams into realities Wake the dreams into realities Sunset diamonds trickle down our cheeks The
1: language
2: of no words is how we
0: speak your
1: mama's been in oh, we're back I'm back he said going hot i think it's appropriate mm-hmm. going hot mm-hmm. we have a live mm-hmm. uh, studio audience <laughs> here her mm-hmm. name is kai but she's not going to come in although mm-hmm. i'm a little intimidated uh, by her latest facebook group where she is uh, i mean I feel like I don't do anything when I look at her Facebook group. (laughs) She's sharing, she's writing, she's recipes, she's got like this thing where like a health challenge, Mm -hmm. and I'm just going to talk about it until she comes in, but it's very, very, very inspiring, Uh, I don't know how she keeps herself motivated and what kind of system she's got going on, or even anything about her relationship, but I'm not going to put her on the spot. Mm -hmm. You already did.
3: Thank you very much for doing that. I appreciate (laughs) it. Thank you for letting me come in and for mentioning the Facebook group. It's called Body Biz Soul, and I really did it for myself and for the community that I've been longing to nurture. And it's 30 days of embracing your optimal health. So far, I lost eight pounds. It's only been like a week. It's awesome. Wow. I want to keep going.
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa. what, What kind of stuff are you doing every day?
3: It's, it's on the page. <laughs> give, us a, give us
1: a preview because someone is going to listen to this and they're going to look at it. So give us a little more.
3: Meal prep is on there. Daily motivation is on there. Different exercises and activities every single day. And today we even have our first special guest.
1: Did you map it out before?
3: Absolutely. We God. have a transformation calendar.
2: Really? Yeah.
1: So not only you know... The group knows.
3: Everybody knows, and I'm accountable so far to almost 70 people. Wow! Awesome!
1: Thank God, you gotta going to do it for a year with me <laughs> for the for the community. I think that's your choice. I know. <laughs> okay, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Mm. take. Okay, two women here. Two mm-hmm. women. That's mm-hmm. hard. Mm-hmm. I know, but that's really inspiring. That's really inspiring.
3: Mm-hmm. Thank you.
1: Yeah, I was uh, I was telling someone in the community yesterday. I said. Yeah, I really like Kai. She's really keeping me on my toes, but I know I have to start doing more stuff. or oh, she won't take me seriously. Not that she does right now, but I still have <laughs> some semblance of reputation or a glimmer of hope. So I fully intend to take you up on your uh, you know, support because that's really what we're looking to do more of this coming year more accountability, more action steps, more exercises, more things for people to do in between our experiences and sessions that we do. So I just want to give you a shout-out and say thanks. It's really nice. What is it called? Body, soul, biz? Body, biz, soul. Body, yeah. biz,
0: Thanks, soul. Gary.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: All right, so we're not going to talk about your relationship. Right, uh-huh. not today.
0: Well, I mean, it's a perfect segue, though, into it, just talking about relationships and So anyone who has been in a relationship for a while, after that newness sort of wears off and that excitement, then you're left coming into a different awareness of some really intimate patterns and places. And things can very much go into a different zone. Sometimes it does go into the friend zone, friends with no benefits. Mm -hmm. Um, And sometimes it almost feels like enemies as well <laughs> and it <Frenemies? laughs> and it seems like um there's this place of relaxation is not the right word and laziness is not the right word but there's almost like this apathy that sets in where one doesn't feel like the inspired yeah inspired or the motivation to sort of step it up and and be this different person and then a lot of it just has to do then with self-care so I'm, I guess I'm curious if people who have a really regimented self-care practice that is just intrinsic in their life, if they also fall into some of those same slumps with a longer-term relationship or if it's something that just doesn't happen because they always have that self-care going for them.
1: Well, it always sounds like a tall order, but I would imagine so. Because when you don't feel the spark initially... What we do is we go to Netflix, food, weed, alcohol, mm-hmm. and that's the state of our country. That's the state of the world, but definitely our country. Everybody's happy at first, mm-hmm. but then people literally, and we've been there, mm-hmm. just you know, come home and let's let's watch TV and eat some food, mm-hmm. and to get ourselves out of it is usually a catch twenty-two, unless you get your ass in gear. Mm-hmm. With someone like Kai Cole, or mm-hmm. hopefully mm-hmm. Ori Carey, mm-hmm. you know, in our business, because it is about the kindle or rekindling, mm-hmm. or and, and then having a structured. I heard another good word yesterday by the same guy: blissiplined. <laughs> you know, discipline that keeps you in bliss in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, it's good when Kai's writing it down. <laughs>
1: it really is good
0: yeah 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 right you know, it's a good it's a good standard whereas <laughs> our
1: son says kai kol kai kol, <laughs> kai kol.
3: <laughs> you'll I, see that phrase again somewhere
1: yeah definitely mm. kai kol yeah that's really neat that's really neat uh, so yeah friends with benefits it really comes from um our you know our discussion the other night mm-hmm. like why don't we start there or go back to that or whatever that means. You want to share more? Yeah. Well, there
0: was just this realization that we, it's this fucking horrible feeling that we are not really being truthful or honest with each other, uh, even about what we want. And then it's sort of gone on for so long that I think we even get confused about what we want and we actually don't know. And it, it seems to be this place from like this weight or this heaviness or expectation from a long-term relationship and not just really viewing someone as your friend, like then, <laughs> Oh, you're just my friend. And I can really say whatever I want to, to you and know that you'll still be there for me. Or if you won't, then that's okay. But it, it's this place then of like, Oh, well with my partner, like if I say something and he gets angry with me and I'm just, I'm really going to fuck shit up and then he's not going to love me anymore. And then what do I do now? It, there's like such other pressure with it. And it, it's, Right. yeah yeah where then i'm like i've been hiding i feel like from even from you for so long that i'm also hiding from myself in a way and then i don't even know that i'm doing that and i'm just i'm i'm almost tired of caring so much <laughs> right yeah <laughs> yeah like it, that that other that's space draining. Draining. where it's not so much pressure to be like okay if someone doesn't like me then then they don't like me that's okay but i I haven't been thinking about it in those in that way, um, with with you as my partner.
1: Right, yeah, the partner, the life mm-hmm. partner, you know, mm-hmm. life partner, wife, fiance. Mm-hmm. It does, especially uh, from a sense of safety, because mm-hmm. I mean, let's let's unpack in a very simple term. You know, I'm afraid. So for me, in a very childish but real place. The f- friends tell each you know good friends. I don't have that many, which could be a telltale. But good friends tell each other everything, right? Yeah. There is, uh, they they do exist. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I have a friend who grew up in fraternities and grew up with uh, groups of people, and he used to tell me, "You don't even know what it's like to be a friend." He's like, "I have friends." that we have each other's backs. We would do anything yeah. for each other. Yeah. Most of us in this society there, I believe, I, I'm experiencing, didn't grow up with any sense of brotherhood, or sisterhood, or camaraderie, like that sense of community, which is why we do the work that we do. But yet we can see we have to do the work at home first, or at home we can see mm. what affects in society. So for me, if I get to a place where I am hiding something or not being able to tell you the absolute truth, mm-hmm is because I have reasons in my mind that would say, well, then she's going to be more depressed. It's not going to be safe for my child. Uh, it's not. I'm going to even have less energy and I'm going to be more worried and my business is going to go down even more, mm-hmm. which is all bullshit because I have seen the reality of things. Mm-hmm. the The reality is when we are truthful and honest and supportive and there is flow, then... Anything is possible. Mm-hmm. When we start living separate worlds, then the I'm attracting separate world type of realities and clients and opportunities, mm.
2: mm-hmm. and they
1: never really scale up. Mm-hmm. I just continue to attract the same behavior, and what these people are expecting is for me to lead, and they can't really know what that means unless they see it from us. So I have been, you know, individually, from an individual... They don't even know it. It's on a primal level. People know. People know when someone is not happy. People know when someone is incongruent. They know. It's usually... They can tell. It's easy by by the physical body. But then by the energy, by the feeling. And that's been the state of the world for everyone. I'm sure... I'm a 100% sure whether it's 8 people listening right now or 50,000 later. Anybody most people in relationships right now to the past 10 minutes, they know exactly what we are talking about. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's this place of dread. It's this place of managing. It's this place of compartmentalizing. Is that the word? And just living separate lives. Mm -hmm. And this this idea of transparency, in our last podcast I literally said that it's a myth. And I believe that there is a truthfulness to it. You can't be honest with everyone all the time but you can choose who you can be honest with and grow.
0: Well, and not only that, but there, there's also a certain thing with integrity. And you don't have to lie to anyone. You don't. Like you can always reduce something to a simplicity that is truthful for the moment. And it doesn't have to be charged and it doesn't have to have opinion or judgment or feelings with it. But there, there can always be, I do believe in transparency. Like it's, it's possible. It's very um, much possible. And and is there there can be an opaqueness to it? You know where that's sometime, what I'm saying. <laughs> where yeah, but to you know, I don't. it depends. Because sometimes when you when you say that, like you can't be honest with someone all the time. I I understand that somewhat. I understand where that comes from, but. I don't believe that that's actually true. I believe maybe you can't say exactly what you want to say to someone all the time, and you can still be honest with them, right? Like, and and sometimes it just means not saying anything. Well,
1: so too. so taking that into monogamy or friends with benefits, mm-hmm. because the real sense of partnership. And I always I, I remember when we are when we had our rough years. Which has been some time. Uh, I used to listen to that song, the Jason Mraz song. Mm-hmm. It's like, "I'm so lucky she's my, oh, you're my best friend." Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, "That would be nice." Like uh, uh, mm-hmm. that's the whole point of a yeah. real partnership. Mm-hmm. And I see it all the time. People do get together. It mm-hmm. does start out that way, and then it becomes this, you know, op, like operations, <laughs> paddling, you know, <laughs> paddling back, telling the truth, saying that support I think I think it does come down to support mm-hmm. uh, I believe that there is something about sometimes things are so dense or are so charged and the patterns are so ingrained mm-hmm. ingrained and the self esteem just doesn't exist there mm-hmm. like as much as I would want to have been able to be a hundred percent transparent my belief that I'm safe in the world mm-hmm. meaning your world the business world my child's world being safe in the world and just saying it, I mean, I didn't believe that I am. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely not to blame you or the or the world. Mm-hmm. It's my sense of growing up that mm-hmm. no, I actually won't be safe. Things will, like you just said, mm-hmm. things would go wrong, like mm-hmm. terribly wrong. Whatever I'm, I'm going to have to, you know, fly back to Israel and live with my mom and send child support checks if I can. Or even worse, do nothing and just be a deadbeat loser somewhere because I didn't make it, I didn't become the man I want to be, I didn't tell the truth, whatever it is, those things do play out for people. Mm-hmm. I know they play out for me mm-hmm. i've 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 heard you speak a little bit about some of your you know, your fears about mm-hmm. you know, being alone in an apartment somewhere with our son
0: that and at that point that wasn't even a fear that was like something that was hopeful, <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. So tap me out and tap me into you Heal my brain and my body too Balance my chemistry, hydrate these cells Cause the body talks and meditation helps The body talks and meditation helps, I hope.
1: Very, mm-hmm. very cheery. this song. Right
0: it's all true. <laughs> <laughs> all the words are true. It's good. So, just I mean, that's that's what um, talk about living separate worlds when there's a disconnection in a relationship, and uh, without reconnecting, things can really spiral spiral off into different directions, um, and that can that can happen a lot. And so, I mean, every couple, I suppose, will be unique and individual. And yet at the same time, there has to be some sort of model or structure or methodology to reconnect with your partner after there has been some disconnection and to rebuild a friendship or even just build a friendship to begin with. And
1: yeah, friendship and things unfold from there. A a friendship is I believe is always possible mm-hmm. and I, when I say always I mean at, to the audience that we're speaking to, mm-hmm. uh, maybe in some you know if, to,
0: if both people or three people or four how many are involved in the relationship, every individual truly wants it,
1: it's possible right. But mm-hmm. I say to the audience we're speaking to are people with a glimpse of awareness mm-hmm. of the fact that we are responsible. Mm-hmm. We are co-creating it. Mm-hmm. This is our words do become true, our thoughts do manifest. And we we are willing and able to see the bigger picture. Like mm-hmm. I told you, recently I've been telling you that I believe in our partnership more than anything else, in our cosmic partnership, like not the idealized, okay, well, it's what I saw on TV when I was a kid, That what that's what I want. Mm-hmm. Maybe I can get it. But it's more about what we can bring together to the world, with our partnership, not just with the fact that we have a child, because most people, couples, I hear that all the time. Well, we did one thing right. Screw that! I do never, ever want to get to that place. We did one thing right, mm-hmm. or whatever it is. How many? I hear that a lot. Well, I'm so happy. At least we have a child together. To the the audience, the people who are waking up, mm-hmm. who are who are becoming more conscious relation you no know, we we do fall back into these patterns we mm-hmm. do I mean, at least i do i have i have repeated the same patterns in my conscious experience of life mm-hmm. as in 30 years of being unconscious mm-hmm. and those of you who are, who are listening who really do want to change it who want a way out or a way in whatever that is mm-hmm. just acknowledging that a friendship is truly possible where even if you don't like each other or you're not interested in each other or you're not enough or something's not enough or whatever is happening, just being honest about it and it may take some time, Mm -hmm. then you can get to a place of like a friendship. Mm -hmm. Uh, My father was just in Israel and he sent me a picture of him and my mom. Mm -hmm. And it made me so happy. It was like uh, they've been divorced for 32 years and for most of the time, all I I experience is shit-talking. You know, he would talk shit about her and she would talk shit about him. I'm exaggerating, but it still was my experience. And I know the most the children of divorced parents want to see their parents back together, maybe in some way, shape or form. We'll separate society, idealization aside and what that means. But the truth is we want to at least experience our parents respecting and have a friendship for each other. You don't have to be together. You don't have to be best, best friends. Mm-hmm. But just really honoring that, you know what? like a clients come to me a lot with my wife left me mm-hmm. and i feel like shit but at least she had the balls to like go for what she wants like to get to that place mm-hmm. to get to a place and she may never come and tell you if she's sorry or whatnot but just having compassion and appreciation because the other experience is most people don't tell each other anything mm-hmm. and and then what we see is you know broken you know, sick people, and it's not because you know they're eating bad food. It's because we're not able to express ourselves emotionally and feel safe about it. Mm-hmm. It comes down to level of safety, and then it does become having the right guidance and the right support system and the right mentors and the right sounds weird right for you mm-hmm. and community where you know I've been I've been doing this. You know deeper level work now in some way, shape, or form for ten eleven years now, more intense seven years we've and I keep coming back to the same places, and yet I know for a fact that my desire to be transparent, my desire to lead from a place that I'm facing my deepest, strongest fears and insecurity is part of my gift mm-hmm. and yeah, it would have. Who am I to say that what I want to happen now should have happened five years ago? There is no way to say that, and I feel with you specifically, Kerber, mm-hmm. I have that space. Mm-hmm. I may not realize it for a long time. You could tell me you could have done this five years ago, but
0: that would be silly because if you could have, you would have. Right? That is very <laughs> true,
1: and that's mm-hmm. the point, and that's what I want to impart for mm-hmm. whoever is listening. That if. You genuinely do desire friendship, mm-hmm. a real relationship with the other person. Mm-hmm. Just start there, mm-hmm. and you could say, "Well, she's not ready." The other day, someone told me, "Well, if I tell her the truth, she will leave me." And we all, we all face that. I go ahead; you're making me look like. Uh, but people say that. I, I have the same feeling. Mm-hmm. I have the same feeling.
0: Well, so then this does bring up a very like real place and real thing uh, sometimes someone does get hurt right so then how do how is the trust rebuilt how is how how is someone able to shift from the place of hurt and pain and i mean usually that happens with what sincere acknowledgement of something a, a true apology and it's this really sort of unknown place because it's up to an individual then to be able to let go of something and then trust someone else where where that trust has been broken or where there has been something painful that's happened someone said something like you know you really need to lose some weight um that might be really painful and perhaps if they had said it in a different way whatever it is and at the same time it could it could be true whatever is meaningful for those people, but to be able to move past it. um
1: That takes, that takes, I believe, first of all, trust, and, and individual work. It's true. Some people may not, they may not give you the space, or it may not happen the way we want it to. But from my personal experience, and working with, I can say now, thousands of people over the past five years, I have, rarely if ever seen it seen a situation where people come into it with honesty real honesty about what they feel and where they want to go even if it's mm-hmm. i don't know
2: mm-hmm.
1: it, it it doesn't just work out mm-hmm. it works out so much better than people anticipate and sometimes people do want to excuse or the reason to part ways or to try something new too. Mm-hmm. Very, very deep inside. Mm-hmm. It does really happen, but it can never happen if we feel unsafe to tell each other the truth. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I'm, I'd be less concerned about what do we do. I don't know what's going to happen next, but more interested and intrigued about what would happen if we became really friends. Mm-hmm. And I said, no, I didn't want to hurt you. That's the last thing I wanted to do and yet i still found myself in this situation here is what i want to do next i really don't know what i want to do with you and i like i really would love the opportunity to explore without fearing like my entire life would destruct or say hey i want to give this a try but mm-hmm. from a place of being you know being able to tell you everything and also recognize that you may not just say, "Oh, good for you, pat on the back, and everything's going to be fine." Mm-hmm. No, we do have to give each other space, but there is such intimacy mm-hmm. in that space. Yeah,
0: to have the feelings and to process the feelings. Yeah, and
1: um, that's why support is it may important. not
0: disappear so quickly. They, it becomes then a, I guess, uh, I guess, whoever it it becomes then if this real place of sort of dedication or commitment or discipline to really feel free to express oneself. And also, there also has to be this letting go and this trust and uh, vulnerability. I mean, that's really what it is. It's about being vulnerable um, and that that softness and that sense of safety.
1: Right. And that's where support does come in because it is important to do this in community. It is Mm -hmm. because if I don't have a few, one or two or three, it doesn't matter. People egging me on and say, yeah, this is important. Uh, If I, if I, if I don't know that I can go and like crash somewhere and just be like, Oh, when we are alone the the biggest fear is being alone. Mm -hmm. That's true. It really is. Mm -hmm. Again, it's just a reflection, not just for me, But literally, from the people I've been listening to and connecting with for many years now, people don't want to be alone, Mm -hmm. and that can be from an old place of lack of safety. Like we really did need kings and queens and and systems to protect us. Not everybody really gets the fact that you really can't pick up your just your iPhone alone and make money. That's like a. But in the future, ten years from now, twenty years from now. It would seem ridiculous for anybody that people don't have a job, but that's where it's really coming to. Mm. If you really look at the way society is shaping, anybody can provide value. It takes uh, courage, practice, supports, some systems, some experiences, so you don't keep doing the same thing over and over again. But that includes also, like you said, some safe spaces for us to heal our relationships with ourselves, and forge real friends, mm-hmm. like a friendship. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, what's the biggest benefit for us? Being friends with benefits is the benefits of our relationship. <laughs> I mean, I know mm-hmm. there's the sexual component, which is funny, but well, it's I, more than that.
0: Well, I mean, I just think creatively, and as as humans, this is part of our patterning when we feel safe the place that we can create from and what we can create from that place is uh, like, that's what feels good. We can also create from a place of fear and like deadline and anxiety. We can also do that as well, but it's not the same feeling. It's just not like, it really feels amazing to be feeling good about what you're creating. And, And that's a space that, I mean, I believe it's possible for everybody to feel that. It's a really great experience to have.
2: Picking up the pieces from this game called life.
1: It's just right. All my
2: life been waiting.
1: And we're back. We, we, we will talk about relationships until when? Well, if everything
0: so I, is about relationships, then it looks like we'll always be talking about relationships. <laughs> That's true.
1: Mm-hmm. That's true. When I was introduced to the work we do now, it was very simple it was that everything in the relationship to everything else and the first step would be to and even first that mastery really is knowing how things come together and what they generate mm-hmm. period mm-hmm. and we've spent the past 8 years like exploring that and i've spent the past 5 years mm-hmm. like exploring that literally full time and all i find is mirroring the places where i am in relationship with myself and with you specifically mm. it's it's interesting you know we make a decision and we say hey let's partner up it comes from the heart this cosmic energy all that stuff you feel it you hear it and then you find yourself in it mm-hmm. and then how we behave towards each other mm-hmm. is really reflected on how i behave with it my clients and with the community and that's the that's this i can't say scary because it's also reassuring to know that we cannot hide mm-hmm. especially the teacher because they say they i don't know who's they, but oh i think i heard it from your yoga matrix guy that a true teacher is always also a student
0: mm-hmm.
1: so and that is kind of thrilling and exciting to mm-hmm. always be looking at yourself
0: Right, there's always always a constant practice um, with the unknown and that also generates that that sort of sense of awe of knowing that you don't know at all. (laughs) There's always something to be gained or learned.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, and we can, and it, it is the call to be like, hey, you know, we can run into the same patterns, we can be really disappointed sometimes at ourselves and the fact that you know, even disappointment, even the fact that we're disappointed or depressed, it's something we keep, I keep saying, It's actually a good sign. Because you can also be numb, unaware, and just 100% convinced that this is the best it could get. Mm. You know, I have had many people tell me, you're nuts. You're nuts. You cannot bring this out to the public. You will get destroyed. You will lose your business. You will be relegated to. You can't do it. You cannot expose the boys' club. Mm. And what is the boys' club? And letting, like, seeing each other do things and not tell anyone about it.
0: Mm. It does seem like it's
1: a boys' club. Yeah, yeah, we got yeah. each other's backs.
0: Yeah, you know. Uh, you know. So then that comes into play. Then with, um, I guess, accountability. Yeah, and um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what else. Mm.
1: Just the the, the 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 acknowledgement that where we that the boys' club has been r- running and ruining the world.
0: Mm. there's a certain place of it's almost like a a fascination with destruction yeah like we can create and we can destroy and there's this real fascination with it
1: which comes from a really deep sense of insecurity because Mm -hmm. even the tyrant even hitler who is out there you know killing people it's only because he was afraid that the jews would take over like there was a deep fear that these guys are are, are not like they're meddling with our business, they're taking over our money, whatever it is.
0: well, and he had an experience from World War I in which like I'm sure anyone who has been in any sort of like actual real war um it's it's a traumatic experience, and the mind will create some pretty fascinating stories of protection right. To so, keep going on. Mm-hmm.
1: So we got men even at the most powerful, destructive stages. And you could say that it became, because we haven't had the capacity to really have fulfillment and true, uh, you know, to, to the majority of human beings, uh, fulfillment through creation, then destruction became a source of power as well. Because mm-hmm. you can see you you have a power. You're mm-hmm. changing something. The abused usually becomes the abuser. Because they just want to regain the power. Mm-hmm. And that's the only way we know. So the boys club, which has just been in general protecting one another, helping one another. There's blood on the streets. I used to have another friend who used to tell me that. Like when you make money, you just know it. That you're hurting people. Mm. You just do. Now, that's an old way of looking at it. And us in the boys club, which is funny. We don't call it the men's club, right? It's the boys club. Mm-hmm. Uh, protecting one another because we just don't want to see each other's lives destroyed. Because then what? Mm-hmm. Then, uh, but just acknowledging that it
0: and then you have to deal with the cleanup, <laughs> <laughs> which the women usually do.
1: Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, I wish we actually dealt with it, that. and that's where partnership comes in. Mm-hmm. But just going back, the the boys' clubs is exposed. We just I'm just inviting myself and the rest of us in that club to kind of recognize that even though we're doing our best, until we recognize and dare I say eradicate, heal, mm-hmm. nurture those patterns, mm-hmm. They say that the boys club is the issue. I mean, I keep seeing now in the news, like uh, Trump was all about draining the swamp and he's building the swamp. Uh, of course, like, you know, that's what we do. We make promises and then we we, we, we just like, as 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 the power over mentality. That's what we have been doing. Mm. So really acknowledging the the boys mentality within us and then going, okay, what is what is who is the man? I'm not the man I used to be. Like who 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 do we want to become? Who do we really want to become? And making the decision and going even if I don't really safe in it, do I believe in the potentiality of life itself to support me? Is life safe right now to support this level of truth? And I totally believe that it is.
0: Well, and and there's also a role for women to play and women supporting women and also women holding men to a certain space and, and letting them know the boundaries and not doing it in a masculine way, but doing it in a feminine way more of an embrace and not from a charged place. Um, Just from my few experiences, it's vastly different when I am super emotional and very charged about something and there is a storm going on and I'm trying to communicate something with you versus when I am in a more calm centered place. And it is just this place that is immovable. Like I know these boundaries and these are just it and that's okay. And you can meet me here. It's, it's a, way different space in which you can show up and still feel safe as a masculine and so we as as women we really need to be called to be able to hold this space for men of like really meeting us in a place where we want to be met and not being pushed around and not being bitchy or venomous about it but this real place of 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 softness it's it's so interesting because it is immovable and yet there is still this real care involved with it that yeah i I don't quite have the words to describe it but I, i haven't experienced it that often but when i have when i have like been able to come from that place and i just know something and not from my head it's a much lower um energetic center um it makes such a big difference you're not afraid of me then and you know that this is you can meet me there right
1: yeah right i mean cuz the the little boy is ultimately afraid of your little girl and that reaction it doesn't make it for the little boy in sense not even the
0: little girl i think sometimes of a uh, terrifying witch or woman like from an older you know like as children you can experience a woman in her power who is not gentle with a little boy it can be i'm sure i don't you as men would know but i'm sure there are some terrifying experiences for you and then which it 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 becomes this place of not feeling safe with a woman and that she knows something and she's pointing something out and doing it in a masculine way and it's it's not safe for whatever action you just did or for whatever thought there's not the compassion that's there yeah and and so then the hiding the disguise comes up like right. something else happens and takes shape and form and that pattern continues on
1: which is a good way to you know we can finish the show with the distinction of blame or responsibility right where mm-hmm we take responsibility for what we bring to the table, what we have brought to the table, how we have been telling the story together, Mm -hmm. as opposed to feeling like we're being blamed or we're throwing blame. And I believe that that's the transition from boys to men, from Mm -hmm. little girls to women, from Mm -hmm. a, a cornered witch to a powerful witch. I don't know. Uh, priestess, uh, priestess, you because know? <laughs> no, mm-hmm. a cornered witch will, you know, mm-hmm. cook something up and you'll disappear, mm-hmm. which will definitely have to stone you first. <laughs>
0: and, you know, it, but that's right? been the right? history. That's how the has got. Yeah, that's been the history. Mm-hmm.
1: So, really taking responsibility and hoping that by taking responsibility, I say hoping because you can't count on it, but it does happen when you take responsibility. You are providing the your partner, your friend, mm-hmm. to also take responsibility. And I usually expect it much faster, but it is nice to see that it does happen when we give each other space. Mm-hmm. It does. Mm-hmm. So, yay to taking more responsibility and going for friendship, real, mm-hmm. real friendship and honesty and our community at home and at large. Mm -hmm. I love you. (laughs)
0: Love you too.